Good morning, everyone. We are so glad that you are here to worship with us this morning. I want to let you know about our online Sunday school options. Uh, we have two options for Sunday school online. One is led by Ken Casey and George Vardner. That is an awesome class. We have another class led by Mark Condra and Eric Wright. And I don't know, praise band, have you heard that this Thursday, fall is coming? We're getting nice weather. Do you know that? That's a church announcement. That's something to be thankful for, I think. So uh, youth and kids uh, right now are meeting on Wednesday nights outside uh, in the green space in the courtyard. Uh, and this is the huge announcement. So you can write great things in the comments about how excited you are. The praise team's excited. Next Sunday, we will be here in person. Everybody can come. Uh, we ask you to wear a mask when you come in. We're going to spread out, but we're going to be in person next Sunday. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> See, everybody here is so excited, so excited. So tonight, uh, we also have drive-through communion in the portico from 5 to 7. And then lastly, I want all the youth and kids to know that this Wednesday night from 6 to 7, we're going to be out in the green space making our Christmas um, shoe boxes that go to kids all around the world through the United Methodist Church. So you're going to want to be a part of that. And we even have a special guest coming to sing Christmas carols with the kids. Is that right? That's what I hear. Andy. That's what Jay hears. So that's amazing. Who knows? The Grinch might even be here. So Jay might even be a Grinch. I don't know. All right. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, we are so thankful that we are able to come to worship this morning. Uh, we pray that you will help us uh, focus our hearts and minds on you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
in my sorrow and dead in my sin Lost without hope, no place to begin Your love made a way to let mercy come in When death was arrested and my life began Oh, ash was redeemed, only beauty My morning grew quiet, my feet rose to dance When death was arrested and my life began Oh, your grace so free washes over me You have made me new now
Everybody, go ahead and you can write it in the comments. Let the praise team know how much you appreciate them. Aren't they, aren't they awesome? Um, so this is the time in the service where we have uh, our prayer concerns. So go ahead, if you have a prayer concern, 
would you write that in the comments so we can be praying for you? And we're praying for many of you who are traveling back home or traveling from a trip, so we're praying for you um, if you're one of those folks. Or we continue to pray for our doctors and nurses as well. Uh, also, um, this is the time in the service where uh, people give of their tithes and offerings if they choose to do so. And you can do that online, or you can do text to give, and you can always um, send in a gift or tithe by mail as well. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, right now we lift up all of the prayer concerns uh, in the church and all the unspoken requests that people don't write in the comments, all the burdens that people are carrying, we lift those up to you, God. We pray for um, all the medical staff over at Riverview and Gadsden Regional. Um, we pray that you will continue to give them strength, give them patience. Um, we pray for our teachers, those who are teaching virtually and those who are teaching in person. Um, God, we lift all of them up. We lift up the students who are doing school different this year. Uh, we pray that you will have a special blessing upon them as well. Uh, and we pray for this church. Uh, we pray that you will continue to use this church and bless this church, um, especially as we begin uh, in-person worship next week. Uh, we just pray that your blessing will be upon that. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Good morning, everybody. Um, again, we are so glad that you are here to worship with us today. Uh, today we are talking about pop verses. And I got to tell you, if I ask the teenagers in the youth group on any given night, if I say, tell me your favorite scripture, you know what one's usually going to pop up is Philippians 4.13. Do you know that one? Let me know in the comments if you know it. Um, so this is a scripture. We memorize it. We know it. Um, a lot of people might pray this as a prayer or memorize it before a big game, a band competition, a 5K race. Maybe you've said Philippians 4.13 before a home remodel or a uh, medical test. I said this scripture uh, this morning. Uh, this morning when I was walking my dog, and this is a, a very true story and it's going to sound crazy. I was walking my dog this morning before church starts and a squirrel fell out of a tree. Two squirrels were fighting. A squirrel fell out of a tree. It fell onto my head, um, cut my head up a little bit. And I thought, how on earth am I going to preach after this squirrel falling on my head? There was a little bit of blood and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, how am I going to preach? Philippians 4.13. It's a scripture that we all keep in mind, and it helps us out in times of trouble. I would say on any Friday night in our county, uh, you can pick two schools. You could say Gadsden City, Etowah, Southside, doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh, you pick two schools, two teams. You're going to find kids on those sports teams that have Philippians 4.13 in mind to encourage them as they go into this game, right? 
Um, so here, here's my question. So we have these two teams. Let's just pick two. Let's say uh, Glencoe is playing uh, Hoax Bluff. We'll pick on those two teams, right? Each team has a football player that has Philippians 4.13 in mind, and they're praying about it, and they say, with God's strength, I can win this game. I can do all things who Christ, with Christ who strengthens me. Um, but here's the question. One of these players is going to win, and one of these players is going to lose, right? Was God answering the prayer, or was the one person believing that scripture so much, the person that won and the person that lost, did they not believe Philippians 4.13 enough? What does this scripture even mean, right? So today we start our sermon series on pop verses. These are those verses we really know in pop culture. You see these scriptures on t-shirts. You see them painted on people's eyelids, billboards, uh, stickers on people's cars. I know you've seen Philippians 4.13 around before. In Christianity Today, I found an article in 2018. It says that Philippians 4.13 is the third most well-known scripture in the United States. That's amazing, because John 3.16's got to be number one, right? So it's up there. So please know, I'm not picking on athletes for uh, using this passage. I think it's a great passage for all of us to memorize, to carry with us. But maybe it more, means more than we think it does. As, you, as we begin to read this scripture and the scriptures around it, maybe it has more, a lot more than we thought it does. Because was the Apostle Paul getting to re ready to play a football game when he wrote this scripture? I don't think so. Uh, so here it goes. As we read Philippians 4, we're going to read verse 4 through verse 13. And you're probably going to recognize some of these other scriptures surrounding this passage. And here's how it starts. And I'm reading from the Common English. It says, Be glad in the Lord always. Again, I say be glad. Let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring all your requests to God in prayer and petition, along with giving thanks. Have you read that part of the scripture before? I know I have. Don't be anxious about anything, it says. I don't think, I know some of us wrestle with anxiety, and I know sometimes we need medication, and there's nothing wrong with uh, needing help with that. But I think what Paul's saying here is when we're anxious, when we're stressed out, give that to God in prayer. Have you ever done that? I know I've had times in my life where I'm so weighed down by stress and anxiety and I keep it all to myself. Then I might go on a hike or a walk with God alone and I'm able to pray and give it over. Have you had that experience? Let me know in the comments. You can write in the comments a whole bunch. For some of you, this might be your last week online, all right? Because you're coming back in person. So Paul reminds us to give our anxieties to God in prayer, to just pray about it. Give God all those situations. Then Paul says in verse 7, let the peace of God that exceeds all understanding will keep your hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. From now on, brothers and sisters, if anything is excellent, if anything is admirable, focus on these things, all that is true, all that is holy, all that is just, all that is pure, all that is lovely, all that is worthy of praise. That's another part of the scripture you've probably heard before about focusing on those positive things. I don't know about you, but my attitude can be terrible sometimes. Now, Pastor Sam, you guys all know, he's pretty positive uh, all the time. But me, I can be pretty negative. I'm an, a really good at whining. Is anybody else good at whining on Facebook Live? I'm, I'm great at it. I can complain, which is not a good thing. But my attitude can be so terrible, especially the past six months 
during quarantine and all this kind of stuff. My attitude has been terrible. Um, but this is a challenge that I challenge myself to often. What if we can find 10 things a day in the morning to give thanks for to God? Uh, 10 things to say in prayer and just say, God, I, I'm so thankful for these things. It changes our whole day. It changes our attitude. Because um, even during quarantine, you could wake up in the morning and say, God, I'm thankful that I, I have my health right now. I'm thankful that I can see my friends, uh, even if it's with social distancing and spreading out, whatever it may be. Thankful that we can worship online. Um, thankful for coming back in person. Find things to be thankful for. Even find things to be thankful for about having your kid on virtual school. Extra time with your child. I know that might be hard to give thanks for sometimes, but find those blessings in it. And then Paul says in verse 9, Practice these things. Whatever you've learned, received, heard, or saw in us, the God of peace will be with you. Then Paul goes on in verse 10 and he says this, I was very glad in the Lord because now at last you have shown concern for me. I'm not saying this because I'm in need of anything. And I want you to hear this part that Paul says. For I have learned how to be content in any circumstance. Does that not hit you? Content in all circumstances? Let us ask ourselves right now. Can we find contentment in all circumstances? Can you find contentment today? Like I said, I had a rough morning. A squirrel fell on my head, all right? Can I find contentment today? Today, right now? It's been a rough year for all of us. It can be hard, hard to find contentment. Um, I know for each of our circumstances, all of our circumstances are different. It's different than what we expected, different than what we planned. But Paul is saying in all of that, in all of the messed up circumstances, he was able to find contentment. Contentment. Then Paul says this in verse 12. I know the experience of being in need and having more than enough. I have learned the secret of being content in, in every circumstance, whether full or hungry, or whether having plenty or being poor, I can endure all things through the power of the one who gives me strength. This is the common English, or as you know it, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So what is Paul saying here? Here's some takeaways that I got out of it, okay? Uh, that we know that Paul had some really rough times in his life. We see in scriptures that Paul spent time in prison and, and he spent times being extremely poor with little to eat and times of having plenty. But in all of it, in everything, Christ was with him, giving him strength, guidance, and encouragement, hope. I don't know about you, but when I hear Paul, when, he, when I know he's been in prison, I've never been in prison. I have no idea what that's like. I've never been extremely hungry. Um, but I've seen it. I've seen people hungry on mission trips. And the crazy thing is, when I've been sometimes out of the country or even in this country working with people that are extremely poor or hungry, I've seen them sometimes have joy and contentment beyond what I have. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And I bet if we really think hard enough when Paul says he can think of times when he was poor, I bet some of you can remember days that you were in college, right? Being broke and eating ramen noodles, um, or maybe when you first got married and you had a leaky roof and you didn't have any money and you were wondering how you were going to survive. Give me an amen if you, if you can think to days like that. And you look back and those were some of the most enjoyable years of your life and you could feel the strength, the love of God pushing you through. And some of you may say, we've never had any money difficulty. That's never been an issue for us. But I bet you've been through rough times like Paul has. Maybe you went through a divorce and it was really tough or lost a loved one. Or felt down for some reason. It just felt like you would never recover. 
you can look back and see the grace of God there. You can look back at that time and question, how did I even get through it? It was the strength of God through all things that got you through it. I got to tell you, a few years ago, I went with a friend of mine to a camp in Michigan, um, and it was for, uh, it was, I went with a doctor. It was a camp for kids with cancer. Um, and this camp was set up just like a normal camp. It was giving these kids battling cancer a normal camp experience. They could zip line, they could uh, horseback ride, canoe, all the things that kids get to do at camp, except they're going to have some uh, doctors there if they need shots or medical treatment, special nutrition, that sort of thing. And I was just there to help as a counselor. Now, I've been on mission trips and all that kind of stuff, but this wasn't a Christian organization. It was, it was a cancer camp. And um, this trip, I talk about it all the time because it impacted me more than any mission trip or anything like that I'd ever been on because uh, the kids there had such a positive, positive attitude that I will always talk about. Um, and the facility they use is a YMCA camp. And on the wall, there's a sign that says, I'm third, which means God first, others than myself. And I've even preached sermons about how the kids demonstrated that. Um, but I thought, how could these kids have such positive attitudes with everything they've been through? And they may have never heard this Philippians 4 passage that Paul writes about. I don't know if they've heard it or not, but they seem to have known or somehow applied these things. Because Paul reminded us, don't be anxious give, uh, to give things over to God in prayer. And I know these kids that, I don't know how they did it, but whatever they were going through, they were just able to give it over, not stress about it, hand it over to God. Um, and I know for us that's hard, whether it's medical problems we're having, financial problems, um, something that's stealing our joy. I ask you now, pray about it. Try to give it over to God. And number two, these kids were able to focus on positives. What is truth? What is admirable? What are things um, that, are, that are going on great in our lives that we can give thanks for? These kids at cancer camp were somehow able to look for positives in all circumstances and in all these situations. They were able to do that. Um, so I ask you, what are the positives? What are some positives that we can look forward to today, that we can be thankful for? Write some positives in the comments. Number three, they were content in all circumstances. Whatever was going on that day, they seemed to just be content. With online school being stuck at home for us, what are the positives? What are we content for right now? Number four, Paul noticed God is with us no matter what all things, all circumstances, Christ will strengthen us. Do you know that today? Do you believe it in your heart that with all circumstances, Christ will give us strength? I would say for myself, it's so hard to be content in all circumstances. To, to truly move in the strength of Christ moving in me through all circumstances, it's so hard sometimes. Um, but I, I try to start my day looking for good, finding things to be thankful for, trying to be content. Um, praying for God's guidance through all of it. So here I ask you again, any Friday night, we can find two football teams, right? And one kid's going to win, one kid's going to lose, and they might both be praying Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But just like all of us, when things don't go our way, when we don't get what we want, um, this kid who loses, right, he may say, Oh, did I not pray this? Did I not believe this scripture enough? Did I not pray enough? But just like us, sometimes we don't get our way. Maybe this kid is able to hand over his frustrations, his anxieties about the game over to God. 
Maybe this kid is able to look for the positives, looks for ways to grow and learn through it. With God's help, maybe this child can be content in all circumstances, even a loss, look for some positives. And just like us, maybe this kid, when they win or lose, they know God is with them through all circumstances. They can have strength to face loss with dignity and grace. With God's strength, we can do all things through Christ. Even when things don't go our way, even when we don't get the job we want, even when we lose at a game, even when we're financially hurting, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. God is always with us, never leaving us, never forsaking us. So in times that we are weak, tired, and burnt out, those are oftentimes the times that we see God so visible shining through us. So I want you to know this today. Uh, In 2020, which has been a hard year, in all circumstances, we can do all things. Uh, We can persevere, we can be thankful, and we can move forward in God's strength. Let's pray. Loving God, I pray for all of us this morning. It's been a tough year. I pray that we will find ways to be content right now today, whatever our situation is. I pray that we will find things that we can just give thanks and praise and just celebrate for. Um, I pray that we will be filled with your strength, with your grace, with your mercy, and that no matter what we're facing, we can get through today, um, and that not only will we get through today, but we will be thankful for it. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.
So this is our benediction today, to leave today being content in all situations, finding joy in things to be thankful for, and knowing that with Christ, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Go in peace.